Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome to the Alter Tapes. It's a weekly podcast where we watch a different Alter short and we have a rotating set of co-hosts. I'm Joe Lipset and I'm joined by someone who hasn't been on the podcast for a while. It's Dax Abobin. How you doing, Dax? I'm here. I'm queer. I watched a horror short. Fantastic. Yeah. So... This week we are talking about Brett Chapman's kiddo. So he wrote and directed this short. And uh, this one's brand new, folks. Like literally just dropped on the airways. I did not look up a actual description of this. So it's basically an elderly woman who rides a bus with a bunch of kids. They're all wearing identical outfits. And we learn that she has a weird connection to two men who are kind of driving this bus and shepherding these people. And over time, it comes to be revealed that uh, they are basically being led to slaughter. And Dax, I'm curious, did you figure out what was happening in the short before the sort of reveal? Yeah, I kind of figured it out. Um, that didn't make it like any less terrible to see, <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, I figured it out because they the their outfits have like they're wearing pink jumpsuits, yep, and um they have like ISBN numbers like on the back. What are they called? Barcodes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was wearing like a dog collar. Hmm. 
So. Yeah, it it took me a hot second because I was like, okay, so there's some kind of like correctional, like maybe this is a troubled youth group because there is talk about how they're going on an excursion for the day. Like this is some kind of day trip. And I thought, oh, maybe they're all troubled, uh, like delinquents or something like that. And then, yeah, the color and also there's a, a picture in the kitchen when kiddo that's the main character this elderly woman you actually see her when she's talking to what you think is like her brother or family member we zero in on a picture of him holding a pig and you're just like oh okay, i got it now got it got it, got it yeah see i have trust issues so i knew it wasn't ex- it was not an excursion <laughs> i was like oh they're clearly like being led to slaughter mm-hmm. but i don't know maybe that's a personal issue on my part <laughs> well i mean it's a horror short right so we expect that something bad is probably going to happen but i think because we're seeing people we just automatically think oh, okay this is a cannibalism thing or this is like squid games kind of deal where these people are going to unknowingly be murdered and it's part of a game or something and then you're like oh all of these people are actually pigs got it oh yeah you know what um maybe i didn't interpret this right (laughs) because i didn't know they were all pigs i just thought they were like so Okay, maybe I should preface this by saying okay. the last book I read before this semester started was Tender mm-hmm. is the Flesh. Have you oh, read that? I haven't, but I've heard really good things about it. It's so good. I didn't get to finish it, but I don't have that much left. So what could they possibly say that I... <laughs> <laughs> what could happen at the end of a horror story? <laughs> I think I got it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that kind of informed like my interpretation of what i was seeing in this Mm -hmm. so i didn't realize oh man now i need to rewatch it i didn't realize (laughs) they were pigs i thought it was like you know similar to tenders of flesh and this is not a spoiler alert so you'll be all right Mm -hmm. but there's like a disease that like in that book there's a disease that fucks up like all the meat industry like like people can't eat meat anymore Mm -hmm. so they resort to using people as meat right you know as opposed to like going vegetarian (laughs) (laughs) what a foreign concept (laughs) yeah (laughs) i could Um, never i could never yeah so the people in that are treated like cattle so that's kind of what i thought was happening here Mm -hmm. i didn't realize they were pig people i mean i think you could read it both ways right like if you want to there's enough clues that like we're visually seeing them depicted as people but they are in fact actually pigs but the visual language of the film like typically you wouldn't see pigs in a house you wouldn't see pigs on a bus so i think you can also just read this as okay maybe it is like people being treated as animals for the consumption of like a meat industry yeah maybe thank you for making me feel better about it (laughs) just kidding (laughs) just kidding um, that was a, like a crazy reveal where it showed, you know, Kit, her name is Kiddo. She's mm-hmm. in the, the photo, like as a family dog almost. Right. Yeah. It was upsetting. Yeah. It, it is really weird if you look at the, the short from that perspective, right? Because basically, 
I mean, what distinguishes Kato from everybody else is that she is older. And at the end of the short, we've got the the young boy who's just joined. Well, young. He's like in his 20s. He's young to me. Uh, He talks about how he's going to be joining the family business. And we can very clearly see that, you know, they have some kind of like facility where they do things. And then at the end of the short, it's revealed. Yeah, they're they're killing people there. It's uh, very much a production line. And they're doing the the kind of euthanizing of animals and part of what makes kato's thing interesting is that she is clearly a beloved member of this family like that's why she's been allowed to grow old and there's something to be said about like the way that we get attached to things that we maybe shouldn't but i thought it was just a a really fascinating entryway into the world of this short instead of just focusing on like, we could have focused on the other girl that Kiddo seemingly befriends, but I think Kiddo is a more interesting character to follow. I think so, too. Especially because, you know, they reveal basically... He doesn't... The young guy, he doesn't mm-hmm. want to get rid of her. No. It's it's his father, and I think it's interesting that he's like... But he doesn't he seem, like, easily persuaded... <laughs> Yeah, he's like, no, you will do this. And he's like, well, guess I gotta. I no choice. <laughs> um, I forget what I was saying. Oh, I was saying, see, I told you I'd be chaotic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was interesting that he's like, well, I guess we just kept you around too long. Like, that was, this was upsetting to me as a vegetarian and also animal lover. Oh, yeah, I I would imagine you would have a very different kind of read on this because so now it's my turn to throw something random out. Did you watch Okja? No, I can't bring myself to watch. <laughs> I okay. can't handle sad animals. Because this very much gave me similar vibes to that. Like, I, I do think that both of them have this message about like, okay, do you actually know where your food is coming from if you're consuming meat? Like, do you know what the conditions look like and so on? And I think there's something to be said for when you put either a face to it or something relatable where you recognize, oh, this isn't just an animal. This isn't just some kind of random thing. This is something with a personality, with a life, right? With like... Mm intellect even like i think one of the things that we often forget about animals is that they're not just stupid and it's our right as human beings because we're quote unquote at the top of the food chain that we just get to eat them because we feel like it and they taste good it's like oh well all you have to do is start putting something distinct about this creature and it makes you realize oh okay we're we're just eating something else and that's kind of horrifying it is. It's like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, it's not like a, ma- like a big moral choice to me. If, mm-hmm. if people can eat like vegetarian, I feel like maybe they should try to incorporate it more, but the, it's right. not my place to tell anybody that. And I'm not ever going to be like, no, don't eat that. Like, I'm not like Morrissey. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is interesting when you just said all that because going back to how it's revealed that they're pigs pigs in particular are like really smart yeah and they i want to say okay i might have made this up but i don't think i did mm-hmm. <laughs> i think pigs have like the same intellectual capacity as like young children 
Oh, wow. Okay. I wonder how this would have read if it was, like, kids on the bus. Ooh. That would have been really upsetting. Like, as it is, this <laughs> is a pretty upsetting short. I think, in some ways, they could have gone a little bit harder. Like, I think Chapman is sort of leaving a lot of this to ourselves. It's It's only 14 minutes, and most of the characters don't really stand out too much apart from like kiddo these two men who clearly run this like farm slash business and then the one other girl like i would have liked just a little bit more time with this other girl to establish Mm -hmm. the relationship more yeah i thought the same thing but like at the end of the day i mean i think the short very clearly has a message it knows what it's doing and i think it does it well enough that at the end of the short whether you're like, oh, they're people and they're being mistreated or they're pigs and they're being slaughtered, it's still very much like, ooh, I don't feel good about my choices if I'm eating meat. <laughs> and we're say like, <laughs> how broken are we that we're like, they could have gone harder and they fully <laughs> they do show them getting harder. like they shot in the head. These people real bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, like they show them being shot, I guess, with the like air rifle things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? I'm, I'm not a farmer. I want to say like stud something, but yeah, like I think people know what we mean <laughs> when we say that, you know, they put it up to the temple and they pull the trigger and like people have seen it in uh, the it movies and uh yeah like obviously anything that's dealing with animal slaughter (laughs) yeah yeah so (laughs) when we say they could go harder like that is something that you see a little bit of (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i mean i think this is when to a certain extent horror fans out themselves as like trace often calls us edgelords because we're just like well i could have taken more like i really could have seen more blood and violence and suffering and pain and then you're just like oh if i said that out loud to people who were not horror fans they would look at me like i was some kind of deviant and like needed to be locked up like what the fuck is wrong with you you're saying you needed to see these people suffer more (laughs) yeah exactly like imagine like I, I don't know. I just imagine I showed this to my mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's not that bad. And my mom would be like fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. horrified. <laughs> She'd be like traumatized for a week. Yeah. It really does <laughs> sort of suggest the kind of different, uh, the barrier for entry for non-horror people compared to horror people. Like that's actually one of the reasons I really enjoy watching the shorts is because I want to see... I guess the creative license they take when they're telling a smaller, more condensed story. And like we said, you know, this is 14 minutes. I think we would have a completely different take on this material if it was like 28. If it was double the length, what kind of story would you tell? So in some ways, you always have to gauge your opinion differently based on, okay, well, it's not that long. So what do they do to maximize the time that they do have probably a smaller budget and all these other things? And I thought this short was actually really well shot. I like the kind of naturalistic color scheme. Like it's a lot of greens and browns and then the pink really stands out as a result. Yeah, I thought the same thing. That's why I like short films too. I like, I think I I talked about this on my podcast last week where it's like, I like seeing people's little calling cards and stuff Mm -hmm. and seeing what they can do with a limited budget Right. Um, to me, that's like one of the 
coolest art forms that you can do. Here's a limited budget. You have 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Go. Give me your best. <laughs> what do you got for me? Yeah. I love that. And this, when I was watching this, I was like, this is one of the better short films that I've seen lately. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was really pretty to look at. I thought, even though I do think we could have had more time with the other girl that mm-hmm. we... I mean, I don't think most of them have names, but... No. I think it's pretty pointed that Kiddo has a name, because she's like a pet, but... Oh, God, yeah. You know, that was probably a, a very deliberate decision on behalf mm-hmm. of Chapman, right? Like, oh, well, the other ones don't have names because we wouldn't have named them because only Kiddo is the one who's, like, quote-unquote, a member of the family. Yeah. And I don't even remember what I was saying, but... I watched this. No, it's totally fine. You didn't interrupt me. This is like my life. Um, Oh, I was just saying that it was like really pretty. I like the the writing, even though we could have spent more time with the other person. Um, I thought it had a pretty good emotional impact. But I watched this with my friend who lives on a farm. Oh, what did (laughs) they think? He was saying when it was over, he was like, Oh, yeah, my grandfather, you know, he raised chickens, and he hated slaughtering the chickens. Mm. And he was telling me that on a lot of farms, say you raise cattle, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people do have one cow who they name, and they, like, Uh, take care of it like a pet, and then they kill all the rest of them. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, that's so wild. Like, I don't, I couldn't. I mean, I'm a vegetarian of, like, 20-something years at this point, so I wouldn't be in this situation, but I was like, I could never do something like that. Like, and he was he was saying, like, he just had to separate it in his mind, right. and he hated doing it, but it was how he made his money and how he survived. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, really interesting. it's a job. It's an industry. And sadly, I think environmentally speaking, we're at a point where as a as a species, we should really begin reconsidering what the environmental impacts are on meat industry. Yeah, just like the footprint of raising cattle and eating meat, basically, like it's really, really not good for the environment. A lot of vegetarians I know argue it's not good for your body, even like there's other ways that you could be getting the proteins and 
vitamins and all the other junk that we think we have to eat meat to subsist on. But even the loss of humanity, right? Like you, you basically have to remove yourself from feeling, from being emotional in order to say like, oh, okay, well, I have to kill this living thing because it's my job. Like I own a farm. This is how I've chosen to make my living. But also, okay, my job demands that I kill things. That's kind of horrifying. It is to me. I <laughs> I don't know how people do it, but I'm not here to judge. Like, Oh, sure. Yeah. You know? I mean, people do what they got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm also Native American, so <laughs> I understand, like, you know, some cultures, like, that's what you have to do. I understand, like, living on the land or whatever. I couldn't mm-hmm. do it. I'm firmly, like, a hotel person, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've never gone camping or something like that. Um, yeah, I get it. It's just, it's really, it is really scary to me. And who knew that this, um, that this short kiddo would be such a thinker like this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think, on one hand, you could watch mm. this like a lot of shorts. I think you could just watch this and be like, okay, that was 14 minutes. Pretty well done. I liked it. And you walk away. Or if you really want to start getting into it, it's like, okay, what is the messaging behind this? Like, you can go deep if you want to. Yeah, you, you totally can. Because, yeah, you can watch it and just be like, oh, pretty creepy. That'd be mm-hmm. so wild if we were treated like animals or you can be like oh my god the earth is dying and we have to stop eating meat (laughs) immediately (laughs) which is of course (laughs) that's of course how we did it yeah (laughs) oh man yeah i really liked this one yeah no it's good i mean i'm very rarely disappointed by alter shorts so they're so good it's nice that the consistency keeps up but i just i think it's so wild how many different kinds of stories we get to see yeah for sure i mean i don't know how way out there it is but i don't know when's the last time i saw an environmental (laughs) short film like horror film yeah I feel like it's it's a bit of a rarity. Like usually we're just trying to hit people like in the fright center, right? Or right. like we're going to try to gross them out. Yeah, I I like the fact that this one has a message to it. Me too. I'm not above being preached at. I don't think sure. it's preaching. I really don't. I no, I I think it's the right amount of preachy. Like it's very much making you pause and reconsider. Like particularly me as somebody like I had bacon this morning and then I watched the short and was like, First of all, I'm how a dare monster. you? <laughs> how dare you? I can't how believe you did that. <laughs> okay, so so Dax, I have one final question, then maybe we could start to wrap this up, but I wonder, do you think that this would work in a longer form? Like, we both said we would like a little bit more with this other female character. But do you think that this would work as a half an hour short or, like, a feature length or something like that? I think it could. It would have to dig deeper, like, Mm -hmm. emotionally for that to work. But I, I don't see why not. Okay. It's interesting because I... I don't know that I feel that way. I think there's a power to this in its brevity. And particularly mm. if you wanted to kind of keep the the sort of twistiness of it, like, oh, surprise, you can actually read them as pigs. 
I don't know how you would be able to satisfactorily draw that out in a longer story. So you might have to lose it, which I think is one of the things that does make the short pretty compelling on a first watch. True. Yeah, I mean, I like that it's shorter. I think it, you know, it does have the impact that it wants in such a short amount of time. Could mm-hmm. it be longer? I think it could be. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't you could definitely it do it. Be. There's more here to explore. I just, part of me is like, uh, but would that actually help it? Or would it just kind of give us a little bit more? Yeah, I don't think by any stretch that it needs to be. But yeah, I'm... I don't know. I don't know what more they could really want to say unless it, I don't know. You, is it like comparable in message to Okja? Like you said, isn't Okja super long? Yeah, like Okja is, I want to say like two hours, but like we follow the the sort of like pig elephant thing that Okja mm-hmm. is. It's like a, it's a genetically created uh, creature and we follow it from like childhood all the way to the point that it like, it, it's a very grand adventure. Like, there's a huge uh, sequence where, like, it gets loose in a mall and, like, terrorizes a bunch <laughs> of people and stuff. So, you know, there's set pieces to it, which I think you would, as you said, have to think about, like, how do we expand this out? Well, we'd have to do more. We'd have to go deeper and so on. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I guess that's what I'm thinking of is, like, you would have to do something like that where you get really into the history or something. If you, mm-hmm. if you wanted to make it longer, it would have to be definitely more emotional. Even though I think, I think it does hit like a good emotional note. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for it to be longer, you would need like a mall sequence or something like that. It couldn't just be like, okay, here's the bus. Okay, here's home. Okay, here's mm-hmm. the bus again, you know, which is kind of <laughs> what this is and i think it works because it is short yeah i i would worry that it would be almost too emotionally manipulative if we started with kiddo as like a girl and then watched Mm. her get older and like maybe there's just like cycles of people coming through that she like sees or she tries to bond with but then they're gone I think it could work but i think it would be like oh this is now too heavy-handed like you're really trying to play me (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like being um, emotionally manipulated, I guess. So <laughs> I'm like, you have oh. a whole other podcast <laughs> dedicated to it. I'm like, that sounds really fucked up. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, edgelords, horror fans. Yeah. Hey, we're dead inside. <laughs> it's true, right? Like we're chasing the high to make us feel something. I, I mean, I like the fact we haven't really talked about the very end of this short kiddo doesn't get away like it's off screen but it's pretty freaking clear she does not make it out of that kitchen alive yeah that was upsetting to me and if if it had cut to her like being an actual pig like say the whole movie was we're seeing things from a pig's perspective and Mm -hmm. the pig is like like the pig thinks that it's person, right? Yeah, like yeah. I was gonna say anthropomorphic. I don't think that's right. <laughs> Ooh, that would be interesting too. <laughs> um, I just meant like, uh, like it thought it was a person, like you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, it cut to her being like an actual pig. That would have really right. upset me. I can't. Ooh, I always say like, yeah. I can't see animals be inconvenienced. Like, <laughs> if they're slightly inconvenienced, I get upset. Mm-hmm. Never mind actually being injured. Yeah, exactly. 
I forget why I said that, but anyway, that would have been really fucked up and upsetting. I don't think I would have had the same reaction. I would have been sad. Yeah. Again. It's... Yeah, she gets. She doesn't get away. It's totally great. <laughs> <laughs> We're so much more uh, comfortable with humans being the ones who get injured or killed, and then the minute that you put an animal into peril, it's just like you are a monster. Exactly. Yeah, that's a whole other tangent for us to explore one day. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll talk about does the dog die dot com. Right. Um, gotta visit for every movie not kidding rough it's rough yeah um okay well dax if people want to talk to you about your vegetarianism or your other podcast (laughs) or just kiddo in general how would they get a hold of you um they could get a hold of me on twitter it's at daxy bobbin which i'm sure we will spell out in the show notes and then Mm -hmm. i'm also on instagram at dakota muerte so, um, we're take like death in Spanish. Look it up. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I have a podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, uh, watched once never again podcast. It's for disturbing horror movies that maybe you don't feel comfortable watching. We'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. Or, um, if you are like us and you like to watch them, maybe you don't have people that you can talk to about them and we'll, uh, hang out and talk about it. There you so. go. Yeah, I think right now you're diving into Ari Aster films, which I feel like that's a good, like, dip your toe into the water of discomforting, really messed up movies. But, like, I think you do have harder filmmakers that you've been covering before that. So, like, there's a good range if people want to check it out. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, if folks want to get a hold of me, you can reach out to at B Stole My Remote, and that's the letter B. And of course, we should thank the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network for hosting the show, because of course, we dive into Ultra Shorts pretty regularly here. But uh, this was kind of a special one-off. We'll be back with some regular programming in the new year. But uh, I think we can probably wrap up that discussion on Kiddo with that. Cool. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks so much for coming back for this special episode. Sure. <laughs> the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.